Hi, I am Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to my life abroad. Today's talk is about August 2022, and I am in Manchester, Loving it, well, the first thing that I noticed right off the bat was that there was no bus strike in Manchester, (laughs) and they have a great metro system, an above-ground metro system that was super easy to get around. It's, it's. I didn't take a, one bus when I was in Manchester. I simply took the metro, and it was a nice, sweet ride. I love the layout of the city. It was, I knew I was gonna enjoy Manchester. I now joined a different co-working space. Man, it was it was so nice. This co-working space actually had lunch that was all, that was all part of it that they serve lunch every day. They had a little soup bar. It wasn't anything extravagant, but you can get some soup and a salad and um, they always had guacamole and sour cream to go in the whatever homemade soup they had. It was very healthy. They tended to use recipes that were, they had a peanut butter squash soup that I thought was, I never had that combination, but that was good. So I could eat my lunch there every day as well. So co-working space, check. And the gym happened to be right across from my apartment. I mean, literally right across from my apartment. It was, it was not even a five minute walk. My apartment, my Airbnb, it was shared once again. It was a two bedroom, two bath, Um, apartment. I had my own bedroom. I had my own bath. Airbnb host was super nice. I really enjoyed it. It was he and a friend of his as a little side gig, they were making hot sauce. (laughs) So it was, I got to sample some hot, 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 hot sauce. And uh, they, they made it in the apartment I actually, I only saw the bottles, so they were into the making labels and putting labels on bottles and putting them in little boxes and shipping it. So you always learn something. There's always something about Airbnb hosts that are really interesting. And so we got along well. Our timing was perfect in terms of when he left and when I left and didn't see all that much of him, but he was a great guy. I loved it. We were up on the 12th floor, so I had a nice view of the city. There was a nice balcony, and um, the only thing that is interesting when you look at the way that they construct their buildings in the UK I tend to find this a lot is even though we were on the 12th floor my bedroom had a pretty much a floor to ceiling window but the windows only opened I want to say it opened like 2 inches I mean it was it just it pulled back so I could pull the window back and open it 2 inches so I didn't feel like I got a lot of air in the room and that kind of bothered me maybe a little bit. We did have some warmer weather in in August and typically having the window open would certainly help, but I don't think that we were facing the right way to really get a a breeze in the window. But the room was comfortable, the bed was normal size and it was comfortable. And all in all, it was a great stay. I love that. The Airbnb was located in a place called The Keys. Uh, which is spelled Q-U-A-Y. And key means, in this case, means platform near the water. So it was right near the water. And it was, this whole area was built in only in 2010. So it was very, very new. A lot of green space around and a lot of footbridges and restaurants and bars. And 
it was, I didn't feel like I was in the UK. I didn't feel like I was in England at all. It was the strangest feeling. When I was in Manchester, I, I obviously felt the European, the England, English vibe from being in Manchester. But my 10, 15 minute metro ride to get to my Airbnb was in this area called Media City. And Media City is a new development. So it just felt different. And yet I could take a 10, 15 minute metro ride and be in the heart of Manchester and it feels like England. So it was a nice combination of both. And during the day when I went to my co-working space, I felt the vibe of all the great architecture and everything that Manchester and England has to, to offer. And then a short little metro ride and I'm like in this brand new area. It was, um, it was just a really, really nice combination. But let me tell you a little bit more about Media City. Media City is a mixed use development and it mainly consists of Quayside Media City UK, which is a shopping center. You'll also find the BBC is there, ITV, which is a UK television network. They're located there. They film this one of the soap operas, Coronation Street, which has been around since 1960, although they recently moved their studios to Media City. So Coronation Street's filmed there as well. And it was just a, uh, there was, it was just a bustling little metropolis. The buildings were so beautiful. I've never been to Dubai, but I've seen pictures of Dubai and it kind of, it kind of felt like that, or at least looked like that. The architecture of the buildings were so different and modern and sleek. And I went there almost every day. I sat in the grassy area and I had a beer and I just kind of looked around and I'm looking at these buildings and I'm look, looking at the one that says BBC and another one says ITV and it's like, woo, this is, this is a neat place. I loved Media City. I love, love being there. And I thoroughly enjoyed my month of August to the point where when I go back to the UK, I'm going to go back to Manchester. If I had to rank the three cities, I started out in Leeds, then I went to Liverpool and then I'm in Manchester. I would have to, I think, rank... I haven't spent enough time in Manchester. I've only spent one month there, and I spent three months in Leeds. I had such a good time in Leeds. So many good things happened to me in Leeds. I'd have to rank Leeds number one, Manchester number two, and Liverpool number three. Not that there was anything wrong with being in Liverpool, but, you know, I just... Um, if I compare it to the other two cities, I think, I think it's just going to rank number three. Manchester's nice. The more time I spend there, that might creep up to number one. I'm not sure, but you know, having those three cities all nearby, three completely, totally different cultures, um, their football teams are, man, they are cutthroat against each other. They've got two different football teams in Manchester that, you know, and when you're a fan, you're a fan, you're a hardcore football fan when you're in the UK, especially up north between these, these three cities. They are competitive as can be. But my August was coming to an end. My visa offered me 180 days in the UK and they were just about up. So the next step was to head back to the US. I had not been back to the US in almost three years. So it was all about planning the trip back to the US. One of the things that I was dealing with were these strikes that kept happening. And so my plan was to take a train from Manchester down to London 
and then from Heathrow fly over to Paris, and then from Paris fly to the U.S. I chose Paris because they actually have a non-stop flight directly into Minneapolis, which is where I was going, so I wanted to, I wanted to leave out of Paris. The question was, how do I best get to Paris? So by taking the train down to Heathrow, and then flying from Heathrow to Paris, and then leaving Charles de Gaulle and going to Minneapolis, that was the plan. Well, I found out that the, my train was not going to make it. The train strike was happening. So these two, three days prior to when I'm going to leave, everything was chaotic. I ended up I ended up booking a bus. It's about a five-hour bus ride. I wasn't crazy about that, but I mean, what else am I going to do? And then I find out that there's actually a direct flight from Manchester to Charles de Gaulle. I thought, well, that's perfect. Why don't I just fly? So after paying for a train ticket, from Manchester to London, and then I was going to stay overnight, and I booked a hotel. All kinds of changes had to be made, and the bus was inexpensive. I just kind of let that go. But I didn't know what to expect in terms of even the flights, because it's just it was just kind of a, a time when you just you weren't really certain about anything. So I actually decided to get to Paris three days earlier than my flight my flight was going to leave on uh, Saturday. I got to Paris on Wednesday. So I booked a hotel and I just stayed up near the airport Thursday and Friday and then went over to the airport on Saturday. Things got crazy towards the end, getting there, planning this all. So there I was spending a few days in Paris at a hotel, not really doing anything but staying at my hotel <laughs> and uh, yeah, ready to board that flight and head back to the U.S. after almost three years. Well, that's it for now, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at bobtapper.com. Thanks for listening.